Hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. And let me just start off since I have my new fancy mid-tier camera here. Uh, if you're just listening to this at home, my five listeners, I, I apologize. Uh, but I'm showing my dog here. Nella. Nella. Oh, there she is. All right, so if you're on the YouTube channel, if it ever actually works, you just saw my dog, and she has a cone around her neck. Uh, I believe they call it an e-collar now. I never knew exactly what it was called, but um, uh, she has this pustule on one of her knuckles. Do dogs have knuckles? On her toe. And she's had it before. This is a couple of months ago, I believe around June. Yeah, it's Father's Day weekend. She had this pustule on her toe, and I, I've been always the sort of sick, disgusting person who likes to squeeze cysts and likes to squeeze pimples and anal sacs and shit like that. Uh, uh, my own anal sac. But you know, I, I've always been I've always been fascinated by the disgusting, by the the things that people find gross. You know, sticking my hand up a chicken's uh, asshole like a cavity and just pulling out the liver and the and the and the lungs and the and the goiter, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, the esophagus, whatever they have up there. Uh, I've never been overly grossed by, grossed out by it. Never have. As a child, I used to collect dead bugs. I just like I've always liked the sort of uh, decrepit uh, uh, type. I've worked for fucking. I worked with dead bodies for Christ's sake, uh, willingly. I worked willingly with dead bodies for nine months uh, for extra money. That's what we call it. But maybe I did have a fascination with the dead. Maybe I'm a, a necrotic necromancer. What's that called? What is that called when you have? No, I've never done that. What is it? What, what's the what's the what's it called when people have dead sex? Sex with the dead. That's what my that's what my sex life is. Uh, but uh, the dog, the, the pustule on the dog's knuckle. Uh, so she has another one. And like I said, I squeezed it in June, and eventually the, it's something popped out. You know, the pus and blood and just kind of pinkish sort of a hued uh, uh, liquid that was coming out of her toe. And I was able to pull out eventually with some tweezers uh, that I kept from a dissection uh, a kit that I bought uh, when I was in college up in Humboldt years ago. For some reason, I still have it. But I, I, I used the tweezers there, and I pulled out a sticker, like a burr, a bill burr, uh, 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 some sort of uh, cattail maybe, or uh, I don't know, some sort of uh, dried uh, summer weed, whatever it might be. But I pulled that out of her toe, and it healed up. So I'm not one to go to the doctor. Uh, I'll talk about that later on. I had my pinky toe nail removed a few weeks ago or a month ago, but I'm not one to go to the doctor unless I'm dying, right? And I'm probably dying a little by little every day, 44 years old. It seems like that's the normal process of life is just to, just to die, just to deplete. Um, but I'm not one to go. So I'm not one to take my dog to the doctor. I'll take my daughter, which I had to a couple of weeks ago because she had an ear infection. She was sick for longer than she's ever been sick. She had a, a horrific... <laughs> just one of those hacking coughs that never goes away. And she, she woke up one morning, my ear hurts. So of course we take her in, give her some amoxicillin. She's fine, right? So we'll do that. I'll do that for my children. But for the dog, I'm not taking the dog in. I'm not taking the dog in unless it's like puking blood. It has like a, 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 a stick of bamboo stuck up its uh, fucking nether regions, whatever it might be. One of its nipples fell off. I don't know. But I'm like, all right, I've gone through this toe pustule before, so I'm not going to take her to the vet. Because you know what the vet's going to do? It's just like a, a regular doctor. It's just like a human doctor. They're going to they're gonna jack up the prices. She's not fully caught up on our shots. So fucking AS, ASPCA and Sarah McLaughlin, all that shit. Don't, don't get on me. Uh, but she's not, she's not, she doesn't have a lot of shots. Just like, uh, I'm not a non-vaxxer, um, but, you know, I'm not going to vax, vaccinate my fucking dog all the time with shit. Like, uh, uh, what do they have? Uh, rubella? Uh, muzzle? Muzzle? Uh, depletion? Whatever they have. I don't know what it is. Uh, what are all the shots that? Muzzle? Measles? Mumps? Rubella? Is that a dog one? No, that's a kid one. Uh, what, do dog, what fucking dogs, what do they get? They get whooping cough? Uh, shelter cough, a shelter in place, whatever. I'm not, but you know, when I go to a vet, they're going to charge me like, a couple hundred bucks just to get all the vac vaccinations squared up. They're going to say, oh, she's not up to date. No, she's not. She's a fucking pound dog. All right. She's a junkyard dog. Remember that wrestler woof, woof, from the fucking 80s? He was my favorite wrestler for, for, for a spell. But they're going to jack up two couple hundred bucks just to go into the door to get vaccinated. Then they're going to see the pustule, and then they're going to probably give her some antibiotics or, you know, uh, rinse it off, whatever. Just shit I can do at home. So what I have done so far, if I stuck her, her paw into, into like a, ba a baking soda bath, you know, get some warm water, not too hot, but just stick her little paw in there. And, you know, it's supposed to cleanse the wound, and it has. But then I thought, all right, she keeps licking it. 
I did some internet research. She keeps keeps licking that fucking paw. It's raw. It's red. It's disgusting looking. There's pu- I still squeeze it every single day, or I was, and I read, oh, you're not supposed to squeeze it. I say, fuck you. I did that last time, so it worked. So I stopped squeezing it now, and then I thought, hmm, I wonder if Petco or PetSmart, whatever we have in this horrible town, I wonder if they have one of those collars, one of those cones, you know? And I, I did, again, a little bit of internet research, and now they have these fancy cones for dogs. They have these like inflatable travel pillows for dogs. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy that for my dog. I love my dog. I love that my daughter loves our dog very much. I know my son probably does, uh, but he doesn't show it as much. He's a 17-year-old. He doesn't care about fucking anybody else but himself. And he doesn't care about dogs, right? But my daughter loves this dog. And this dog is the sweetest uh, whatever mix she is. People would say Pitbull. I've talked to her about her before. My five listeners know. They've probably met her, some of them. Uh, She's a sweetheart. Sweetheart, you can go right into her face and blah, 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 and just like fucking flick her face, and she doesn't do anything. She just sits there, right? But with the cone, she looks pathetic, absolutely pathetic. But again, I just bought her the plastic one. They they had forty seven dollars, I think, for the pillow uh, uh, cone, and I'm she's gonna wear this cone until a foot uh, pustule. Hopefully, it does. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, this this uh, this finger pustule, paw pustule. Uh, Pee Wee Herman pustule, whatever it is, it, it, it'll go away. And now that she's not licking it and just swathing, swathing her big fat tongue onto her uh, uh, dilapidated foot, now I think it's going to heal. And it has, it's starting to crust up. But again, who's going to buy a $47 pillow cone for a dog? You're probably going to use it once, maybe twice. So I bought a plastic cone, as you saw in the video. Hopefully. I don't know how clear it was. But she had a hard time when I put this cone on. She didn't know what she was. She looks like a space cadet, like a retarded fucking conehead, space cadet dog. You know, it's funny. It's absolutely pathetic. What does my daughter say? UP. Ultimate pathetic. Ultimate patheto. Whatever you want to say. But it, it seems like, like I said, the toe is healing. But I'm not going to buy her this fancy, uh, this fancy wear for her, for her cone, for her neck. Uh, it's just for a couple of days. So, but $24, still $24 for a plastic snap, snap cone thing that goes around her head. And now I have to monitor her like I have a newborn child for a little while to make sure she's not licking her toes when I take the fucking cone off. And she's so dumb, no offense, but dogs are stupid. She's so dumb that she, I don't think she's learned how to eat yet. Sorry, Nella, for she's, she's, she's aware. She's in the house for once. It's raining outside, remember? 14 people died. A couple of blue hairs died in Sacramento. Now we have to bring dogs inside. Uh, but she's dumb. She's stupid. So she hasn't figured out, I don't think, how to eat yet. She bonks her head on walls and shit with the big cone. And, I, you know, I have to kind of bring my, uh, uh, my ridicule on here. Her down, bring the level of ridicule down a little bit. She's a dog. She's a dog. All right, so dogs are stupid. But if I was a person and had to wear a cone around my head, I would probably be a little out of sorts for a few days. A little, I would, I would run into walls. I would bang, you know, uh, I'd probably uh, fucking uh, knock over a cup or a, or a camera or a cell phone, a selfie stick, whatever, is, whatever I'm doing with my, I'm trying to film myself being a douchebag like usual. You know, I'd, I'd probably fuck up. I'd trip. I'd, what, rub, I'd, I'd fucking I'd fall into someone's titties accidentally. Burr, 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 tune in Tokyo. Tune in Tokyo. Yeah, I'd probably do that on purpose. But it just you've got to give animals the benefit of the doubt. But in the wild, what would they do? And that's what I've been considering in the last couple. What would a dog do in the wild if they didn't have a human with them to make them look so pathetically... Uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So pathetically uh, driven? No, that's not it. So just, just, just they, have no, they have no will to live. That's what she looks like when she has this cone on. But they're not able to survive without humans anymore, I don't think. And that, that's a human problem. That's what we did. We domesticated, we domesticated our animals. We over-domesticated them. Uh, they cannot survive on their own. But what would she do in the wild? If she had a pack, right, and she had her toe pustule, would another dog just gnaw it off? Would it eventually heal on its own? Could she stop herself from licking? Does she have that sort of addictive quality that she's probably learned from my behavior? And now she says, I can't. Does she have OCD? Have we given dogs OCD? I think we have. And a vet, if I took her there, she'd probably give me a fucking pill for my dog's OCD to stop licking her toe, which is totally, to me, a natural process. A natural process for a dog to look down, my toe hurts, something bit me, there's a fucking burr stuck in there, I don't know how, got in there, you know, I'm going to lick it. It's pus, it's salty, 
It's uh, uh, better food than my my parents give me. Are we parents? I hate that. No, no, we're not dog parents. It's better owners. Is that is that going to be is, is that a word that we can say anymore for dogs? Master? No, we can't say that. We can't say master bedroom, master class, uh, master race. Uh, can we still say? I think we can still say that. Um, but anyways, that that's what's been going on the last week with my dog and her ailments. All right. Um, but again, that, that it's, it's all it got me thinking again with just the 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 conspiracy of the medical field and it's it's gone to to dogs now it's gone to animals and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate now that um that we've 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 reached that level in our human existence that you have to have insurance now for your dogs but i didn't even try because i knew that i'm savvy enough not to go to the fucking vet when we don't have to when i've uh, been a, a home vet on my own all right um so if you ever have a pustule in your dog's fucking paw taint, whatever it might be, just get a cone. Do they have a cone for the ass? Uh, but get a cone for their head, uh, and it, it'll heal. I think animals can heal on their own. And we've had a couple of, uh, unfortunately, run-ins with other healthcare systems lately. Uh, like I said, we had to take my daughter um, in uh, for uh, her ear. You know, that's always a debacle. Uh, getting a, 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 a getting an appointment is always a little... Uh, uh, it's a little bit of a turmoil to get an appointment. They want to do... E appointments first. So I said, "Well, how how the fuck can you look in your ear on a on a computer? You can't do that." Uh, when I had my toe, I went in for uh, uh, my my toe has been hurting. My pinky toe. I don't think I talked about this before, but I had my pinky toe was hurting for a long time on my right on my right hand, on my, my my right foot, and it was this little kind of like like little growth coming out from the from the nail bed uh, of my pinky. And I you've never seen my pinky before, my five listeners. I'm sure you haven't. I don't know why you would unless you have some weird fucking Jew foot fetish. Uh, but uh, uh, my toe, my I have like a nub. It's like a little like round little pinky nub the wee 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 all the way home is not like i don't think i would would make any sexy uh foot fetish books out there i don't think a dominatrix dominatrix do they like do they have foot fetishes i don't think they would be very enamored with my toe uh but it's just like a little like like a little there's little little little, like a little nugget like a little nugget of love and the nail on it is so minute it's just the it's the tiniest nail It's 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 tinier than my dick it's the tiniest thing on my body, I think, right? Uh, so, which is saying a lot. But it's the tiniest thing on my bottle, bottle on my body is my toe, my my pinky toe toenail. It's it's not even, it's barely there. So I had this little thing poking out of it, and it's been hurting me. You know, I, I go to the I go to the gym quite a bit, so it's been rubbing against the other toe. Uh, when I put on cleats to go rugby practice or play rugby, it hurt. But even on walks, certain shoes were hurting. If I was going on a hike, I'd put on my hiking shoes, uh, my Merrill hiking shoes, uh, and I put the and it would hurt. You know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't hard to walk. It was probably like a pain of you know four or five or something like that on that one to ten pain scale but it was annoying it was an annoyance rather than just massive pain so i knew i had to get it taken care of so of course i go to the doctor i know my blood pressure is going to be through the roof because it always is and it was and uh so that gets me all fucking all all razzled and then my doctor is talking to me more about oh so your blood pressure is high yeah i know it's high well have you do you take anything i'm no i don't take well do you want to take anything? no i don't want look at my fucking toe Look at my toe. I just paid a $55 copay with this new shit insurance that my wife got. And I thought it was going to be better than my old insurance, but it's not. The copay is even more. $55 copay. I don't want to talk about my blood pressure. I know what the problem is. All right? Stop the booze. Got to stop the booze. You know, I exercise all the time. That can't be the problem. Maybe I just have high blood pressure. Maybe I just have it. All right? Fuck off. Look at my toe. So he looks at my toe for a couple of minutes. And he says, ah, it's a wart. I'm like a fucking wart? I have a wart on my toe. Out of all the things that have been wrong with my body in my life, bad teeth, crinkle-cut fucking ears, a big nose, veins on it now. I got, like, fucking, not varicose, what are they, spider veins? What are the spider angiomas? I don't know what they're called. But I got those popping up because I'm getting old. You know, as I from, from probably bad fucking compensated liver, of course, disease. But, you know, it's, it's, out of all the things, now I have a wart on my toe. I've heard warts on dicks. I wish I would have had one. You know, that, that sounds fun. Uh, I, warts on, like, uh, fingers, uh, on, like, noses. You know, regular places. But a wart on a toe. I've never heard of a plantar wart. Plantar wart. Uh, plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis? Fascist? What was that? Plantar fasciitis. I don't know. But, you know, that's what football players get, get on the, uh, the arch of their, um, their foot, which, is, which hurts, I'm sure. 
uh, and I have bad arches. I have bad arches on my feet. I don't know why I have bad arches. Maybe it's from my childhood. Uh, maybe I mentioned before that when I was a baby, I had, I had casts on my leg. I had to learn how to walk with fucking casts on. Now it's all starting to fall in place. It's all starting to make sense. Now while I'm sitting here, 44 years old, can't go into the dungeon of the garage because it's a little too chilly, uh, and I've let my desk go a little bit much. Now I'm sitting on my pretentious fucking wine uh, table uh, that I got. we actually bought from a winery. Uh, big oak maple, uh, I don't know what it is, uh, cherry. Uh, you know, so I'm sitting here in my house that's way too expensive. It's probably echoey. I don't know what this sounds like. I don't know what I look like. Well, I know what I look like, but I don't look at myself very often in the mirror. But now I have a fucking planter wart. All right. So I go there. He's like, yeah, plantar wart. I'm like, what do I do? Oh, you have to go see a podiatrist. So he can't just fucking, I thought he was just going to hack it off right there. And I just, can you hack it off? Just get a scalpel. I know you're skilled in scalpeling, hopefully, just like I was uh, with my tweezers pulling a, a, a burr out of my dog's pustule. So why can't you just loop, lop? I paid 55 bucks. All right. I don't know what this uh, meeting would have been without a copay, without insurance. I'm sure it would have been a couple of hundred dollars. I think it actually was a few hundred dollars just to sit and talk to a man about my blood pressure. I know you've seen me before. He was my doctor a few years ago. He knew what my blood pressure was. We talked about it. Oh, maybe you should get a monitor at home. I have a monitor at home now. So I take it every few days or once a day, whatever it fucking might be. And I monitor it. I'm doing my due diligence. As an aging adult, as a, as a mid-lifer right now, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm taking my blood pressure down. Is it always good at home? No. Is it always like wildly high at home? No. It is what is it? It's me. All right? It is me at home. That's what my blood pressure is. But I just wanted to take a scalpel and just fucking cut it off. It's a wart. Or give me some wart uh, remover. Something. Dr. Scholes. I don't know. But no, I have to go to a fucking podiatrist. I have to go to an expert. So I go to the podiatrist, another $55 a week later, whatever it might be. She's like, oh, I don't know if that's a ward or not. And I don't know. She's looking at it. You can't see her face. We have masks on. I forgot we had to wear masks at hospitals still. So I walk in without a mask. I get yelled at by some fat security guard. I have to put a mask on. So then, then she's like, yeah, I think it's all right. I think, I don't, I don't know what that is. So she's just kind of looking at it, not kind of looking at it. She's like, I think it's fine. I don't think we're, maybe I'll take a sample of it. Okay. So she said, I'll take a little sample, send it into a lab. It might be cancer. I'm like, what? She didn't say that. But if toe cancer took me out, fucking toe cancer. I thought I'm, you know, I have a visualization of how I'm going to die. And I think I know how I'm going to die, right? It's going to be my own fault, of course. It's not going to be some tragic accident, hopefully. That would be good. Maybe I'd be one of the blue hairs in Sacramento who goes through the Calaveras Creek or some shit, whatever it's called, and never hasn't flown flowed in 74 years. And I'm like, oh, I can make it. And I go in my shitty Nissan 2005 Frontier, and I just... And they just get bowled over by water. There's some flash flood. Okay, I deserve to die. I deserve to drown in my own dirty uh, cab of my Nissan Frontier uh, with like uh, candy wrapper. Not, I don't eat, drink candy, eat candy. Uh, like soda cans. There's like a beer cap floating. There's like a beer can that I forgot was under the seat, like floating above me. I'm, I'm drowning. I'm like looking at my life in front of me. I'm dying in Calaveras Creek in fucking Sacramento County. Um, or King County, King's, is that, what's Sacramento County? I don't know. I think it's Sacramento. Um, but th- th- I never saw toe cancer. I never, but then I was going to toe, you're going to take a, a sample and send it to a lab of a little thing coming out of the side of my pinky, my little wee, 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 my little wee, 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 all the way home, my little guy, right, that has never had a problem in, in his life, a little boy who strove through casts, Strived, strove, who had cast when he was a child. He was bow-legged when he was born. And you could see like the, the, the structure of his skull when he was a child. He has like a fucking Ticonderoga pencil number two head. You know, they could probably already see like what the fuck's wrong with his ears. I'm sure the doctor like, fuck, we fucked up. We put the, we put the clamps. Is that, is that what you do to take kids out of pussies? You clamp them? You know, they probably had like the jaws of life on my head. That's why I imagine. My mom never told me this. I don't think my parents tell me a lot about like past history stuff, of course. But I, I bet you they put the jaws of life somehow. Like I have this pencil head. But maybe when I was a baby, it was like a regular shaped head. But maybe the jaws, the, the jaws of life just like, cool, like clamped his head and like made me into like beaker. Me, 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 me. You know, beaker from uh, uh, the Muppets, right? Beep. Is that how he talked? Or is that the Swedish? The Swedish cook guy. Um, 
But yeah, they, they jaws alive, clamped it right on my ears, and just like, and pulled me out, like elongated my head like fucking Gumby. You know, it's like, and then now I'm like, oh, my mom probably looked at me, ah, what the fuck is this? You know, just, and then they take the jaws of life out, and then I was left with these ears. And then they, they couldn't tell what my teeth were, uh, you know, because I, I was born without teeth, like usual. Uh, so they couldn't see exactly, but I'm sure they could tell with the gums, the way the like, mouth was situated, you know, the narrowness of maybe the clamp. Maybe it's all the doctor's fault, the jaws of life. They pulled me out of my mom's cooch, and the jaws of life just like fucked me up for the rest of my life. So I had that, and then I had to get cast on my leg. It wasn't enough. You know, God wasn't nice. It wasn't enough that I had fucked up teeth, uh, my jaws, or my, the roof of my mouth is too narrow, I got crinkle-cut ears from the jaws of life, I got a pencil head, I got a pencil dick, like not a number two, it's probably like, a, what are the short pencils? I got a, like a golfer's, golfer pencil uh, schlong. But, you know, um, yeah, and then now I have to have, have, have a planter wart? Is that what I cut? Was, what did I get to? I don't know, where am I at? 20 minutes, okay. So, uh, is that where I'm at in life, right? Plant, so... Uh, like I said, visualizing my death, I figured like pancreatitis or something, something bursts in my abdomen, you know, like, a, uh, like I said, a, a, a cirrhosis uh, or decompensated liver. You know, that, that makes sense. The ticker goes out possibly. Uh, that, that's a new fad these days, which I'll get to maybe. But, you know, I never saw a planter. But I was like, if that takes me out, that's hilarious. It would be just as hilarious of me drowning in the Calaveras Creek with uh, floating fucking Abba Zabba wrappers around my head and, like, a little minnow that somehow got stuck in my, stuck in my truck. I'm like, all right, this makes sense. I'm taking my last, my last gulp while, like, a Budweiser cap floats in front of my eyes. Uh, but not toe cancer. But of course, she's like, ah, I'll just take a sample. Okay, and then she comes back in. She has an assistant there. And then she brings in a whole tray of like medieval tools, right? The scalpels, there's like something pokey. There's needles, there's bottles and shit. And she's like, I'll freeze it off. That's what she said. She'll freeze it off, I think. Or some sort of acid. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's not going to be fun. But then eventually, nah, I'll just take it off. I'm like, what? Take off the toe. Take off the, t- not the toe, the toenail. All right, so she's like, I'll just take it off. So, all right, fuck. So that went from like, it, 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 it it rose, the tension grew pretty quickly. Is that what, it, no, the, the situation uh, started like a, at a low surface level and then it just like, then it just rose to like, all right, we'll take your toe off. Um, so they didn't take the toe off, but what they did, she shot me up with uh, uh, shots in my little wee wee wee, you know, and it, it, was just, it was an odd feeling. I've had like shots in my gums many times. I've had fucking monster mouth uh, surgeries here and there. I've had no no needle in the dick yet, but I'm assuming on the toe. I'm like that was that was a strange feeling. I've never had a, a toe shot before. And she put it right in the little digit, and it, it, I think she did two or three shots. It was a strange feeling. And when you're not prepared for something, when you're not knowing that someone's going to lop off a part of your body, you don't really know how to mentally prepare. I didn't know how to mentally prepare. I was mentally prepared for her to take my blood pressure right when I got into the clinic. And guess what? No fucking blood pressure machine. Podiatrists don't care about my heart. They don't care about my ticker. If I die on the operating table while she's taking my fucking toe off, they don't give a shit. It's not their fault. They're not heart doctors. They're podiatrists. The foot, I guess, is so far away from the heart that they don't give a shit about blood pressure. But of course, a couple of shots in there, strange sensation, she wraps it up like a, like a, what do those dudes have on their fucking, not, not that I know this, but don't dudes put like a bull ring around their, their cock? Don't they have like cock rings that like really just like, like they cinch it and, it and they just like, so the blood doesn't escape and it just looks like a, like a, a sausage that got stuck midway through the sausage press machine, like a, through the intestine, it's just like, and it's all mushed and it's about like, it's gonna blow, you know, that's what it looks like. Uh, but that's what she did with my toe. She wrapped this like, like fucking uh, balloon around it. It looked like it's like heroin. I've never done heroin. Is that the one you, with the needles uh, where you, you people tie their arms off and shit? But that's what my toe looks like. It looks like a little little tiny Vienna sausage. And I looked at him. Ah, my little wee wee wee. It's already like a bulbous little shit. And now it even looked more bulbous. It's all purple. It's all red. She just tied the fucking mother. And then then she shot me. And then she put the the numbing solution in, whatever it's called. Uh, and then yeah, then she just she hacked it off. She hacked. She took my entire little toe off, my little toenail, little toenail, sliced the little wart off. And then I'm like, that's it. She's like, that's it. And then I look down, no toenail. I'm bleeding profusely. And then she just wrapped it up, put some gauze on there. And she yeah, take it easy for a day. That was it. And then she sent it to the lab. I had to get some what's it called? Uh, 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 what do they call when they send it to the lab? Uh, oxidized, they needed to go through Dianetics, no, dialysis, whatever, diagnosis, I don't know, what path, pathology, they went through the, what's a fucking Dianetics, it went through the pathology, so, and then a week later it came back, ah, you're fine, 
But then I get this long-winded Kaiser Permanente uh, like description. I'm like, I don't even know what half of this shit means. So I don't even know if it is cancer or not. I couldn't really read it. It didn't say like, yes, you have cancer, melanoma, whatever it might be. It didn't say that at all. It's just all this like uh, vernacular, this verbiage, this this, this uh, legalese, this this uh, uh, doctor lingo, uh, medical uh, field uh, 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 vernacular. You know, but I work. That's what I do for a living. I, I can I can read half of it. So I don't know. Maybe I do have toe cancer, but it, nothing's there. There's no toenails, like a black little uh, slug down there now, like a, 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 a crusty, a crusty crust, a crusty surface uh, to my little wee wee wee. So I got that done. So those, that's what's happened over the last couple of weeks, right? Just a lot of medical field shit, uh, a lot of uh, going to the doctors, a lot of sickness lately. I don't know if you guys have been going through this uh, uh, rat virus, rotavirus, RNA virus, whatever it might be, uh, RCV. RSV, did I say this before? Rats of unusual size. What the hell is it called? There's some rotavirus, I think, going on with the cough, with the, with the slimy nose, with the sneezing, with the ear infection. And as the doctor, of course, a, a pediatrician. So, yeah, it's been going around quite a bit. So we got my daughter fixed, my toe fixed, uh, my wife uh, taint fixed. I don't know. My son never went to the doctor, but he got sick around Thanksgiving. It's been, a, it's been a whirlwind, of course, over the, these winter months, over these uh, late fall into winter months in terms of, of health in the Landers household. But not too bad. Not too bad. Um, lately, of, of course, you, you can see that heart attacks are now a thing, right? What do I have? All right. I have my pretentious notebook here. See? There it is. Pretentious notebook. It's like the composition, whatever it might be. Um, if you guys watched that Bills game, the Monday Night Football game a couple of weeks ago now, I believe it was, or maybe it was just a week ago, um, the the Bills safety just collapsed on the field. And I was watching it. It was a good game. Cincinnati, Buffalo, both vying for seeding in the in the upcoming playoffs, which are happening this weekend. Uh, you know, but we, we all saw it. We we watched the young man collapse. And it was a strange scene, you know, to see just a, a young athlete collapse like that. Um, and it, it was it the hit? You know, I watched the hit. It showed the replay over and over until like ESPN and the talking heads had no clue what to do anymore. So then the ambulance came on the field. They had to resuscitate him. Uh, you know, he was had CPR, of course. They brought him back into the ambulance. He had CPR again. So this kid, this kid was clinically dead. And of course, within a couple of minutes, it, it was the vaccination. Oh, well, he got poked. The jab. You know, that's with everything these days. Everything has become the vaccination. Uh, everything has become COVID, of course. The blame game on both sides. If you don't get vaccinated, you're the problem. If you get vaccinated, you're the problem. Is this going to be going on for the rest of our lives? I think it will. And this is just a highlight of that. A young kid collapses, has a heart attack, 24-year-old, supreme athlete, and just collapses with a heart attack. So, yeah, it's a little fishy, a little conspiratorial. conspiratorial? Uh, there is something there, I think, for people to maybe look into. Why are people starting to collapse a little bit more? And, uh, of course, all the uptick on, uh, on media is people that are showcasing that. I just watched a young woman. Uh, I believe, uh, I don't know how old she was, but I, she couldn't be more than 30. I believe she was in Edmonton, uh, um, uh, Canada, right? Is that, is that in Canada? Uh, Edmonton Bears? No. Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears. Are they Jewish? Were the Bernstein Bears Jewish? They never had a, I don't think that, you know, Papa Bear is always fucking around with his chairs and shit. Mama Bear is always cooking muffins. Sister Bear is always fucking uh, razzing on Brother Bear for eating too many cookies and shit. And there's Grandpa Bear diddling Grandma Bear, or maybe it was, she was, he was diddling Baby Bear. I don't know. But uh, uh, they, they never had a Jewish one, I don't think. Anyways, so this, this young woman almost collapsed on, on screen. She was do, doing some report about some bullshit. And all of a sudden, you could just tell she can't talk. She's stuttering. She mumbles. She's like, I'm sorry. I don't feel good. And you can see her just like, I'll get that sort of weird wavery. Then a, a kid on, I think, on Old Dominion University, basketball game, live TV. You know, he collapsed just out of nowhere, just standing there and just collapsed. So what's going on? I don't know. What I think it might be is that we all need to have a heart attack. All right, we all need to have like a, the victimhood. Of course, it helps. It gives you a brand. It gives you a vibe. That, that as the kids say these days, we need some sort of branding. So it seems like now the heart attack is the new brand. People are going to feel sorry for you. They're going to donate to your causes. Of course, and I'm not saying it's a bad. It's 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 a good thing. You can see what Americans are so uh, uh, um, base 
in their in their thinking. They're so shallow and on, on their surface. They think they're good people. We think we're good people. You know, the cream of the crop. We live in America. Yada yada yada. We were uh, the birthright of the freest country in the world, the most powerful country in the world. Whatever, if you believe in that. But you can see how stupid we are, right? So a man collapses, a football player who's already making a lot of money. He collapses on the football field, and that brings our community together. So I don't, I don't think it was a ploy. I don't think it's a conspiracy, but it is interesting to see how a, 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 a country came together with a, one man having a heart attack. One. One man had a heart attack on the field. Very sad. Not saying it's not sad. He fully recovered now, right, pretty much, I think. It was scary there for a second. They didn't really talk about, I'm not, I'm not a hero person at all, but the EMTs did their job, right? He had, he had doctors two feet away from him, 10 feet away on the sidelines. They all rushed to him. He had the greatest care in the world right there. If I dropped out of a heart attack now from the vaccine or not, wherever you want to think, I'm not getting any help. Is my fucking conehead dog going to give me CPR? Is she going to breathe life into me by farting in my face? No, I'm dead. I'm dead. But this guy got the most quality care. And then all the people are like, oh, this is the most tragic thing. Prayers, 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 tragic, prayers, tragic, prayers. Tra That's all we think. No, what? It's tragic, sure. It's sad, okay. It, it happened. I, I've never seen it happen before on, on, on a stage like that. In the NFL. You, don't, you, don't accept, you don't expect people to collapse who are like a, a superb athletes. Yeah, of course, when they're 50, they'll be all fucking brain dead and on crutches, their hips don't work, their cock doesn't work, whatever it might be. You know, but we don't expect that to happen to a young 24-year-old uh, kid, right? So that is sad that way. And it's nice that the community came together. But is that what it takes for communities? We have heart attacks and people come together. And you can see now, we could, this is where we're at. We need to have some big grandiose stage now. We need to have something happen to us. So we need the heart attack. We need to have the victimhood. Right? And I think that's what I'm going to start. I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm just going to collapse on the side of the road. I'm going to be walking down fucking Costco or Trader Joe's or something like that. And I'm just going to fall. Clutch my chest and just fall. Right into the frozen bag of uh, uh, fucking uh, lentils or something. That's what I'm going to do. Will anybody help me? Will I get the care that I deserve? Will anybody even follow up? Will they donate to my charity? I don't have a charity. But if I had one, would they donate? I don't know. I don't think they would. Um, but anyways, it, it was a good moment to see. And then I was, uh, I was at the gym the other day. I saw the TV on. The very first uh, uh, play from the Bills, the very first kickoff since this, the kid, uh, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed on the field on Monday Night Football. The very fucking first play that the Bills have had since that game was canceled was a return kickoff for a touchdown. 103 yards or whatever the fuck it was. 103 yards. Do you think the Patriots, do you think the players, they're just like, all right, we just give it to them. Just give it to them. I don't know. Do you think the NFL is a conspiracy? Possibly, right? Can they sort of, can the referees uh, determine a game? Maybe, right? But it just kind of, it's fitting, isn't it? Isn't it fitting how the country came together, the community of America came together for this young, young man? And then now we could all celebrate that the Bills, the very first play from scrimmage after this tragedy has a touchdown. And this kid's fine now. Ventilator's out. Tube down his neck is out. He's tweeting. He's zooming. Thumbs up. Prayers up. Whatever. Yeah, hopefully he gets back on the field. But I don't see it happening. Do you think any insurance company is going to want to give this kid a chance? Do you think the NFL is, wanna, is going to risk their, fucking, their, their, their monetary value to give a person who collapsed on the field and died, honestly, for a few seconds if it wasn't for getting resuscitated? Do you think they're going to let that kid back on the field. Probably not. But he's going to be more rich and more known and more, have more prestige from that heart attack. He'll have the victimhood his entire life. So I think that there's something to that, right? There is definitely something to that. I'm sure he would rather, and his family would rather wish it didn't happen, of course, but it did, right? And it did. And you can see where we're at as a, as a culture, as a society. And then, oh, uh, uh, what did I see? I saw some more headlines. Football's too barbaric. It causes... We've always known this. We've, you know how much money... And revenue the NFL makes, I don't feel sorry for any of the players. I really don't. They chose to do it. They're not. They're getting millions and millions of dollars to entertain us. Do they deserve some of it? Sure. I don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. And again, unfortunate incident. Unfortunate incident. What I don't have any concern for. What I don't uh, uh, think there is 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 white football players. And I watched the national championship last night. And it was the worst football game I think I've ever seen. It was done by the first quarter. I was rooting for the Horned Frogs just because of Georgia. I'm tired of the SEC. I still root for Arkansas, of course, because that's where I went to grad school. So I still have that kind of allegiance to the SEC, but I'm tired of them. 
I'm tired. I was tired. I'm glad when Alabama loses. Uh, you know, I wanted Georgia to lose. They won last year. I don't know much about college football anymore. I watch it, but I don't, I don't know the players. But when I started watching uh, 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 Georgia the other day, uh, you know, a, a couple, I guess it was a week and a half ago when they won, beat, uh, was it Ohio State, whatever it might be. Uh, it, it, it's interesting to see how many, why, why, why I, how I don't like white people. And not that like I like white people. I like all people. All people look up. But I'm racist against the white football player. I don't know why. And I think the Georgia really highlighted this. The Georgia team. They had a kid. The football player's name is Stetson. Fucking Stetson McGlinchey. Uh, he's a third or fourth. I don't know what the fuck his last name is. But Stetson is his first name. All right. But he's a, he's a third or a fourth. Automatically, you're white. You're Stetson. Your name's Stetson, and you're a fourth. I don't like you. It's automatic. It's going to be an automatic thing. I don't like you. Then there's a kid named Brock. There's a kid named Lad. Lad McConkey. Is that the whitest name? And they all look just ex- like extremely white. You know, you're, you're in Georgia. You go to fucking the University of Georgia. Where do white people, where do they come from? Where do, do they, I knew, I'm, obviously they recruit them. Obviously they recruit them. But where do they come from? And I was just watching. I was rooting so hard against them. But they just kept making plays after plays after plays. And I don't know what it is about, but it's like, you know, it's, it, I think it's the contrarian in me. It's the shithead in me. It's the asshole in me. You know, I want, I want those people to lose because I think they grew up like I'm white, uh, of course. You know, whatever you want to, you can see, look at my mug and be like, well, all right, you, I, I don't, he's not privileged. Uh, we can see where he came from, we can hear where he came from. This is, this is a sad sack of a human. But you could tell Stetson and Hayden and Brock and Ladd, you know, these guys came from prestige. They just did. Yeah, they're good. They're fine. They're good football. I don't want them on a, a fucking Southern team. Put them on Stanford. They should be like on Stanford or like Berkeley or like UC Irvine or some shit or like some white bread like Iowa team. You know, put them on the Hawkeyes. Not Georgia. They shouldn't be Georgia. Georgia. They should not be on that team. And it really irked me that they won 62 to 7 or whatever the fuck it was. 65, whatever the score was. It, it was terrible. I turned it off at halftime. It was an awful game. The poor Horned Frogs with Danian Tomlinson's fucking alma mater. They got destroyed. And they deserve to get destroyed, but not by someone named Stetson and Ladd and Hackney and fucking what was his name? Brock, uh, whatever it might be. Those are just too white. Too white of people to beat the Horned Frogs. And another thing that's happened lately is I think we're giving children human growth hormones. It's, it's not in the football games, right? I'm talking about youth basketball. Unfortunately, I got wrangled in, noosed, slung, hung, whatever you want, is, uh, bamboozled, uh, whatever you might, uh, uh, I, I, uh, twisted, turpled, purple nurpled. Uh, what are, in, into coaching my daughter's basketball team, youth basketball, youth under 10, U10, UP, U10. All right, under 10 basketball team. The only team in the league, I think there's like six, eight teams, I don't know. There's eight teams in the league, maybe. And I'm the, the only team, supposedly, that didn't have a coach. And of course, on the first practice, they're looking for coaches. The head of the program, the YMCA is there. Just like, anybody want to coach? And everybody's just looking around, all the dumb fucking parents, the slack-jawed, whoo, 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 looking around, and no one's saying yes. No one's saying yeah. Of course, all the women look to the men. Because God forbid that a mother would take the responsibility on of coaching her daughter's team uh, or her son's team. And this is youth under 10, boys and girls still, which I think that's wrong. I think we need to like split them off around eight years old, all right? So, but we have boys and girls, whatever. They're looking around, and no one's fucking volunteering. And of course, people like eyes come to me. And then, ah, Jesus Christ, I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess I'll do it. So I got ramshackled uh, into fucking uh, ransacked uh, into um, coaching my daughter's team, which has been okay. We've had four games, I think, got annihilated every single game. And I think the the team without a coach got like the. We have some good players, but we also have some players that don't know what they're doing. Uh, and that's the truth. I'm not making fun of the kids. They just don't know. They don't have the fundamentals. They don't have the foundation. They don't have the skills, what have you. I'm trying to get my daughter a little bit more into it. She's having, you know, some good games, but also just like, all right, go towards the ball. Don't run away from the fucking ball. And being a coach, I never saw myself as a coach. I never wanted to be a coach. You know, I have friends who are like, that's their livelihood. You know, they're not friends, but people I know, that's their livelihood is, is, is living vicariously 
through their children and the sports and the, and the accolades that they never achieved or maybe, maybe they did and then their dreams died. You know, they settled in, they went to college, they got married, they had kids, and their life is just done. So they have kids who are fairly athletic or maybe even not, and they live through them, right? They coach their team. They're always the coach. And that's what I liked about living in a certain smaller town. I didn't have to fucking worry about the other coaches because all the other are being a coach because <coughs> all the other fucking dads who don't have lives or they just work like 60 hours a week to come home to a disgruntled wife who's still uh, saying he doesn't make enough money. And of course, that's their escape. I'll coach the team. Fuck yeah. Practice on Tuesday night. Fuck it. Let's have practice on Tuesday and Thursday night. Games on Saturday. That gives me three days and like six total hours away from the woman that I married that no longer has a passion in life for anything else but being a mother. All right? Whatever that might be. Or maybe, you know, maybe she works too. Maybe she, maybe she put her pants on. Right? Maybe she burned her bra in the 70s or 80s or whatever. I wonder if the fuck that happened. 60s? Um, but I, I like that. I, didn't, I never had the pressure of being the coach. And now I have, I'm a, yeah, all right. I never coached my son's teams. I should have. I think I was an assistant one time. I got kicked off the baseball team somehow. Uh, I think there's a crazy uh, coach, like a uh, uh, husband-wife coaching team in baseball. I think my son was like nine or so, eight or nine. They kicked me off the team. I was an assistant. I said something. The, the lady was a bitch. I said something back. She's like, get out of the dugout. And she kicked me out. She kicked me out of the fucking dugout. But then she fled to Mexico. Her husband diddled some 18-year-old. I don't know what happened. Uh, that, something happened with that. But I got kicked off the fucking team, all right? And I never wanted to be a coach. I didn't care. I just want to sit in the stands, have my hidden beer, my fucking Starbucks cup, whatever it might be, or now more fancy fucking Yeti cup. See, my Yeti fucking fancy shit. So I put my beers in there now. I just want to sit in the stands and be a dirtbag and watch kids. I don't yell. I'm not going to yell shit at the parents or the umpire. I just saw a video the other day where the umpire called the game. And good for him. And he said, you guys are losers. You guys are fucking losers. It's a kid's game. Get over it. Something like that. That's what I would have said. But he called the game. And then I heard some lady in the background. He's a firefighter. This guy's a fire. He protects your neighborhood. I fuck you, bitch. That's what the guy. That's what I would have said if I was the umpire. Um, but now I'm the coach. All right. So, and we suck. I mean, this is just, we blow. We fucking, one game was very close right before Christmas break. We have a couple of kids that are just pretty small kids, but they're good. You know, they, they could dribble, they, they dribble drive, they can make shots. We only have like two people, three people that score points, basically, on the team. Everybody else is just like still learning the game, right? A bunch of eight, nine, ten-year-olds, not knowing what the fuck to do, and like still whacking their puds and shit. Not my daughter, but the other kids. And, uh, and you know, they're like running around. They're kids, right? You're not supposed to be good. But we're playing, and we look 10. We look, we look 10 and under. Our team looks 10 and under, right? I look like a goblin on the sideline, like a fucking just like perched up on an on a, a, a old building in d downtown Detroit. That's what I look like on the fucking sideline. But um, ooh, the sun's breaking through. The sun is breaking through. Um, so, but the other kids, we look 10, like I said. Under 10, we look 10. All the kids look facially, uh, body-wise, they look 10 years old. We have a couple of girls on the team that are tall, tall girls, big girls for 10 years old, but they look normally big for 10. We have played this season four teams. Every fucking team so far, I missed one game because there was a rugby game, but all the teams I've seen have a gargantuan children on them, like, like Fomorian giants, like straight out from a D&D &D handbook or some shit, right? They're, 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 they're creepy. This girl, not to say, I'm, it's not the kid's fault, and I'm not, I'm not going to call out the kids, but this, this, this kid, this under 10, mind you, she was taller than me, she was bigger than me, I thought she was the coach, I saw her practice, she had a jersey on, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, the coach, you know, maybe ask for a bigger jersey to, you know, associate with the kid, it was a fucking player, she looked like she was 37 years old, she had to be about like 225, and I would say close to like six foot tall. And I'm not joking. This is how big, and she, our kids would drive in and it was just like, boom. It was like fucking minute bull out there and just swatting the ball. And a kid would just come in and try to make a shot. And the kids were cheering. Her, her coach was cheering. Yeah, she's fucking just standing. She's like a building. She's like the fucking, she's, I'm, I'm perched on her shoulders. I'm the gargoyle perched on her fucking shoulders. That's how big, and then a couple of weeks ago, we played Yao Ming, I swear to God. Not to be, I'm not even being uh, culturally uh, uh, specific here. I'm not trying to be racially charged. This kid was Yao Ming. 
I think it was Yao Ming when Yao Ming was 10 years old. This kid was not fucking 10 years old. There was no way that kid, DNA-wise, was 10 years old. He looked like a man. He had a bigger beard than me. Well, he was Asian. He, he had a little bit of a mustache. He was Yao. He was about 6'4". And his dad was like 5'6". I'm like, what the f- What is this going on? Are we feeding them like uh, fucking uh, just straight up now, GMO? It's like not even giving it to the apple wax. Or, or like tainted salmon and shit, whatever it might be, uh, uh, farmed tilapia, whatever you might be eating. No, this is, we're, we're feeding kids spoonfuls of fucking HGH, I think. They all have like fucking GH guts. Uh, it's like liver kings out there feeding them shit. And then this other kid who was tall and skinny, not like as big as the other one, his face looked like a 27-year-old man. He looked more like a teenager than my teenage son. And this is under 10, mind you, supposed to be under 10. There is no under 10 whatsoever. There is no under 10. I think I'm going to call the YMCA. I'm going to petition to get DNA testing. Maybe they'll give me because I want to find out what I am. Maybe they'll do like uh, 23 and me and shit. These kids, there's no way. These kids are fucking under 10. Our kids all look 10. All look 10. These kids are like, they're middle-aged. They're me. There's like a bunch of me's playing out there. And another team has this big fucking large kid. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And what are we doing here? It's just like, it's fucking behemoths. Behemoth, Fomorian, D&D fucking handbook monsters that are out there. And this is kids basketball. So it's been kind of a shit season because I'm a shit coach. I mean, I try to give them like, do this, do that. But they're just like fucking running around, bouncing off the wall. And these other kids are like, just like pure skills. What are you playing in the YMCA for, you fucking idiot parents? And I'm not blaming the kids. I'm blaming the parents. If you have a 6'4 child at 10 years old, you need to get your balls checked. You need to get your fucking DNA checked. You got some sh- gigantism in your family, all right? They're not going to lie. Their heart is like fucking the size of my head, probably. They're not going to live until they're 30. You need to go get checked out, all right? Don't have any more children. But why would you put them into a fucking under 10 YMCA league? Put them in like uh, uh, pre-college uh, CYO, whatever the fuck they call it, where the, where the coaches wear sweatpants and they take it seriously, and they all like yell at each other after the game and they get in fights that I have to fucking break up, which I did. I fucking broke up a fight between a coach, my son's coach and another fat fucking uh, coach from Calistoga, California, some wine country cunt. I had to break up that fight. The, the, the parents have been great. The, the fans have been fine. But I don't understand why these kids are so large. It's scary. It's actually a little frightening to see these massive children. All right. Oh, shit. My camera just turned off. God damn it. Fuck, camera's too hot. All right. Well, let's just finish it off here. That was, uh, that was the test run for fucking... Uh, that was the test run for GoPro, and it doesn't work very well for uh, podcasting, I guess. God damn it. All right, fuck. But yeah, behemoth children. So I'll finish it off here just for the listeners. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Let me see here. Do-do-do. Want it clear, two-day rain, California pussies. Yeah, we already kind of talked about that. I don't think I talked about this, though. In terms of rain, this really re- does remind me lately of, of uh, like Humboldt weather when I lived up in Humboldt County. It reminds me of Humboldt. Uh, it reminds me of uh, uh, just like what California, Northern California used to be like 20, 25 years ago. It used to always be wet. When I lived in Humboldt from like 2003, 2004, it, was, it seemed like it rained the entire time I was there. I was only there for like a year and a half, but it seemed like rain constant. It wasn't warm. It was always moist. I love that word, moist. Oh, moist pussy. Mm, moist brownie. Isn't that, moist is one word that you could just like kind of associate with sex, right? But it's also like a, it's, it's, it's also a decadence. It's also like a, a dessert. Um, but it was always wet. And I remember one time I... I this, I, worked, I worked at FedEx, right? So I'd wake up at 5 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, uh, go to FedEx, work for a couple hours, then go to school uh, for five, six hours, then go back to FedEx in the evening to finish out my shift. So I'd work about five hours a day, go to school for about five hours a day. So 10, 11, 12-hour days, uh, which is, five, you know, looking back, I'm like, that, that, was, that was a great lifestyle. Fantastic. And I was lucky to have the FedEx job because it was a stable job. It paid okay. I was a college kid, whatever. Um, and I remember I worked with this chick. Her name was Joy. And she was a type of uh, a woman that you don't like, or I don't like. She was loud. She, she was a partier, which is fine. I mean, I don't mind partiers. But, you know, I was a little, not older, but I wasn't like a typical college kid, right? I was 20, whatever I was back then, 2003. What was that? Fucking 17, 18, 19, 20 years ago almost. So I was like a 24-year-old kid, right? 
Um, my girlfriend, eventually wife, moved up there. So I was just a little bit, I, feel, I felt older. Even though I was a typical college age, I felt older. And she was, she was probably about 21, 22. And she was my manager. She was a manager of the small little FedEx hub, this sort of tin can fucking warehouse. You know, we had maybe six drivers. Um, you know, we'd get a couple of, maybe one truckload from Sacramento during the holiday season. We'd get two big truckloads coming in. It was a small hub in, in Humboldt County, which is a strange county if you've never been there. Uh, very vast, very large, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, not a lot of people right, in, the, in that big region. So, Joy, she was my manager. She was uh, always hungover, it seemed like, or drunk. She smelled. She was like one of those girls, like, you, you could tell she's like probably, probably a devil in the sack. She's probably a, a devil in the sack, but um, uh, when she's not in the sack, she 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 kind of had like that that acidic kind of sweat smell. I, it, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint. Like, there's always a, a few smells that I'll always remember in my life, and the smells that I'll remember is a dead body that I picked up in the middle of August in Lake County. I've talked about that I think before to my five listeners. Um, uh, uh, and just certain smells like that, you know, but in her smell, like, it's, it's like kind of like a, like a, a fruit uh, left out too long on the table, uh, with a little bit of like must, a uh, little probably like coochie juice on there a little bit somehow. And, and just kind of like, you could tell festered a little bit, you know, she needs a shower. It's probably the booze sweating out a little bit and the, and the cum that she swallowed the night before or the sex on, you know, you could tell she slept or you could tell she was, a, she was a fun gal. Let's just say she was a fun, fun guy, a uh, fun gal, um, but joy. And there was, she always asked me for a ride. And again, it was always wet and rainy. So I gave her a ride. I had my stupid shitty Ford Ranger that was extremely stock. This is the most stock truck I think I've ever had in my life. It was a Ford Ranger, AM, FM radio, no CD player, I don't think. Uh, um, uh, it was a stick shift, so it was a manual. You know, and there's zero. I, I think I had like an extra cab with no seats back there. That's how fucking budge I, I, I was as a, as a 20 something year old kid. Uh, no seats in the extra cab. People go, oh, you have seats back there. I'm like, no, I don't. There's no, there's no fucking seats in your extra cab. So what's it for? And I, I don't know. It's a stock shitty leased truck that I got fucked on. I think I, I, I remember with the, some warranty that the, the douchebag car dealer uh, talked me into. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I'll get that. Oh, I'll get that. And I got fucked. I got fucked with it, right? So I eventually I gave it up for a Ford Focus, even better, uh, <coughs> before I got smart and started buying Toyotas and Nissans and shit a little bit more. Anyways, so th- this girl, Joy, she, she big tits, but not, like, not tits you would like, want to look at. You're like, oh, there they are. They're bi- I looked at them. They're, they're big, they're bouncing, but they weren't like good. You know, they weren't good tits. Uh, she was kind of earthy, like I said, you know, take the smell with her, but she was kind of an earthy girl. Not a hippie like Humboldt has in droves, but just like, like you know, she, she wasn't made up. She wasn't, she, wasn't, uh, she wasn't much to look at. But like I said, fun in the sack, probably, probably. She was one of those girls that always like hiked up her jeans because they're always like falling. She had no ass, so she was like all tit. And no ass. You know those women? All tit, no ass. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of those women for some reason. I like a little ass, right? Tits are fine. Put some ass in the trunk. You know, junk in the trunk. All my good in the yard. No, no, better than yours. Do not, no, better than yours. You do. I like to charge. What's that called? Milkshake. All, man, milkshake brings all the girls. So this, women want equality. They want equality, right? They want to be seen as viable as men. They, they, we could do the same work as they could do the same work as men. They don't want to be sexualized or over-sexualized. Uh, they don't want to be gawked at or looked at just because of their sexuality. But why songs like that? And then have you seen the new fad that's on like TikTok, I think it was? I think someone posted it. And I think I've seen it on Instagram maybe. I don't know. But chicks like with big tits, you can tell they're not wearing a bra, big titties. They pull the shirt over their head. God damn it. Why does this fucking camera work? See, this would have been a good visual for the camera. I, why do I always buy the wrong shit? So I buy a camera that I want to use for my podcasting, but I can't because it fucking goes dead. It says camera too hot after 45 minutes. What do I do with that? I don't know. Um, so I got to figure that one out. Whatever. Maybe get a new ca- Maybe buy a fucking actual podcast camera, Josh. Um, I'll get to Joy in a second. Big titted Joy from FedEx. But these girls on TikTok or Instagram, whatever it is, they have big titties, no bra. They're wearing T-shirts. And they pull the T-shirt over their head. And they put like sunglasses where their eyes are. And then they just bounce. So they have, they have, they, it looks like ghost, bouncing ghost titties. That's kind of what it looks like. Bouncing ghost titties. And their tits are just like flopping all over the place. And they're just like, boom, boom, boom. And like some dumb music's playing. And they all have like big, giant tits. You know, so and they, you don't want to be sexual. You got like fucking milkshake, junk, junk in the yard, 
You got tits bouncing under like a ghost shirt with sunglasses on. Oh, no, no, we want to be treated as, as non-sexual. Whatever. Or guys slinging dick, just like, like, do you see a guy on Instagram or TikTok just pulling out his dick and like playing boomerang with it and shit? I don't think so. I don't think we're doing boomerang dick anymore, right? We would get completely ousted. We would uh, 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 be called creeps and perverts, and uh, which would, would duly right, right? That, we, we deserve that, but we can't call chicks with big tits bouncing hoes anymore? I don't know. Anyways, go back to Joy. So, shit, what are we at? 55 minutes? Fuck, my camera lasted 45 minutes. I'm at 55 minutes. This is a sh- I know, this is a shit storm. Um, but... Uh, but, 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 but what was I saying? Oh, Joy. So one time she got a dog. And this is like the least amount. Of, this is the last person that should have a puppy. She was always angry. She was always smelling like booze, you know, and her, and her, and her fermented sweat. And, you know, and she wasn't nice. She wasn't a nice person. She yelled a lot. She wasn't nice to the driver. She wasn't nice to me. She was, oh, you done yet? I'm like, I got to load the fucking whole truck by myself, you cunt. Wait. Yeah, she always wanted to leave like early, or she was always rushing to get out of there because she wanted to get loaded and, and banged, and in some fucking uh, in some bukkake uh, in downtown Fortuna, whatever. And um, but she was, she wasn't a nice person. And then so one day she gets this, she gets this little darling, this adorable fucking uh, Dalmatian, like a, a puppy Dalmatian, the cutest like one of the cutest dogs you could find, like as a puppy, cutest little thing. Oh, would you, she got, got it at a shelter, or a friend gave it to her. Fucking, I don't know. She she traded blow for it. I don't know. Uh, uh, she blew someone for it, maybe. Uh, maybe she blew the dog. But uh, um, so she has this puppy, right? And this pu- it's always running around, it's eating the fucking like styrofoam popcorn shit, you know, whatever it's called. And I, uh, is the dog supposed to be? Oh yeah, those are edible. So she just lets it like roam around the warehouse, getting you know FedEx drivers are like dodging it and shit with their big trucks. Like, what the fuck's this Dalmatian puppy doing here? He's cute. He's my little buddy, you know. And then one day, di- one time, she's like, "Oh, uh, can I get a ride home?" I'm like, "Fuck, man, yeah." I-, I had to wait for her this time. I was done, and she was like still doing all the satellite shit, putting shit in the computer. And I was waiting there, and I want, I just want to fucking go. All right, I want to go home to my shitty moldy apartment i don't know if my wife was there yet i can't remember i probably wanted to get drunk and just sit at home alone watch the simpsons or fucking dr phil whatever i did back then um and but she was she was taking her time and this fucking dog was kind of like it, it wasn't the dog that was annoying me it was her right and then she's like oh, okay can i have a ride home like, okay fine fuck and then she said, oh and she brought the dog inside in, into the cab i'm like ah can we just put it in the back it was getting bigger this puppy was getting bigger now like, can we, she had it on her lap i'm like can you just put the dog in the back of the truck she'll no no it's gonna be too cold he's it, it, gonna jump out of my like, fucking dog he's not gonna jump out and again this sounds cruel but i was mad at her not the dog big titted flat ass fermented joy all right i was mad at her and then it had nothing to do with Daisy. That's what the fucking dog's name. Daisy. Daisy the Dalmatian. I just pulled that out of my fucking tainted hemorrhoid, hemorrhoidic ass. Um, uh, so Daisy the dog. So I fucking kicked Daisy into the back of the truck. And she's, she's worried about it. We're driving home. It's only a couple of miles to her stupid ass apartment. So she's kept looking back. Oh, is he okay? Is she okay? I'm like, it's, it's fucking fine. It's a dog. And then all of a sudden she's like, ah! ah! And she screamed out of nowhere. Ah! I'm like, what? What? And I just see that. <laughs> and I see the dog just do, 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 do. It jumped out of the fucking truck. The dog jumped out of the bed of the truck. This fucking dumbass Dalmatian. Are they deaf? I think. Is that what the, the fire? Is that the, is that a theory? I don't know. Is that true? Are, are Dalmatians deaf? Is that why we have them as fire dogs? I don't know. But are they a bad hearing? I can't remember. But it fucking, I just see this thing. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, shit. I love dogs. I, I showed you my fucking conehead dog earlier, right? Or pustuled toe. But uh, it, it it just it, it it bounced. This dog bounced like four or five times in this in the in the in the rain-soaked streets of Arcata, California, in Humboldt County, and and she's like ah! So I'm like Rrr! I slam on the brakes, and she just runs out. She's pulling up her pants when she's running. She's ah, too easy. She keeps pulling up her pants because she has no ass. She's pulling up her tits are bouncing. I can't see them, but I can I can imagine they're bouncing. Her fermented sweat is just like. Kind of like uh, uh, flowing off her body, like in sheets, along with the mist and the rain of the of the redwood forest behind her. Uh, it's all it's all encapsulated in my mind. Very uh, very uh, panoramic, very picturesque. No, she's like, ah, Daisy, and she go <laughs> grabs this fucking dog, Daisy, and she brings it back to my truck. And Daisy's like, Daisy's like shaking, like Daisy's shaking like a leaf. And uh, this part, it's like this knee is skinned. Do dogs have knees? It's knee is skinned. It's all like, uh, it's all scary. 
it's shivering. She's like, oh my god, dude. She's kissing on the face and shit. It's like trying to lick her, but you can tell it's all it's in shock. And it's just looking at me like side-eyed, you fucking cunt, you asshole. And last uh, I petted its head. She's like, why'd you do that? She's just yelling at me. Like, Give me a ride, you fucking bitch. I had to wait for you putting all the satellite shit in, and now you're gonna yell at me for giving your dog a ride home too. I told you, fuck you. You know, I, I was mad at her, right? Not the dog. Poor Daisy. I'm sorry that you took a fucking cannonball out of my Ford Ranger, my stock Ford Ranger with no CD player, AM, FM radio that has no radio stations up in Humboldt County that come in very well. And I'm sorry, Daisy, okay? Joy, I don't give a shit about you. You're probably dead. You probably died of syphilis or you have gonorrhea or something. And you probably maybe still work at FedEx. I don't know. You're probably fermented even more. You know, you probably look more like shit than I do at this age. You're, you're a few years younger than me, but you're not aging well, right? You're not aging. Daisy's dead. That was 17, 18, 20 years, whatever the fuck it was. Daisy's dead and gone. Good for her. She probably is now living a better life. But did that girl, Joy, big tit, flat ass, fermented Joy, did she ever take Daisy to the vet after that episode? Did she ever take? I don't think she did. Because at least what I probably did, hopefully, in my tenure at FedEx in Humboldt County is I imparted my wisdom to never take a dog to the hospital unless it's dying or it needs immediate care. Because Daisy just had a scratched knee. She, she fucking cannonballed out of my truck. She's fine. She lived a good life with Joy, the fermented woman from FedEx. All right. That's the episode for today. See you guys next time.